Hello and welcome to episode 222 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Okay, uh, did you, are you, you're too young, but there used to be a show and I think it was called Room 222. Oh, I know the show. Okay. All right. So just saying that was like, that's like reminded me of that. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Okay, Henny. Okay, Henny, can you see I'm wearing old glasses? Yes. So I've had the worst luck here with glasses this year. Mm -hmm. I already had those ones made at a place and then they gave us a full refund for it. So that we went back to the place that I was super happy with these prescriptions, these glasses. I've been at the same place a couple of times. So we went and then, and you know, glasses, because I have bifocals, they're not cheap. So it's like, I mean, and it's, to me, it's a lot of money, but I know that other people pay more, but it's like over a thousand dollars, you know, and I've, and they I just couldn't get used to them and I've had them since April. It's been, so I said to Phil, I go, I'm pretty sure it said 90 days Yeah. that we could. So I said, go and see the date on the, on the receipt and let me know. So of course I ha- actually had gone in and ordered them on March 25th, but I did get them like a week and a half later. So okay. anyways, he said, you know what, let's just go and see. I said, okay. They were so good about it. Like they've oh, actually okay. taken, yeah, they've taken my glasses and they are sending them just to see if there's some sort of a defect. I said, it feels like cloudy all the time. Like I can't see, like I these ones I put on, I can walk everything. So the, they did say the technology has changed. So now you see more out the side. Okay. And I, but I don't, but it, to me then all I see is like the frames and everything. Like it just, it's, yeah. weak. I don't like it. So anyway, they're supposed to let us know Wednesday if there's a defect. After that, we'll have to try and see because I'm not happy with them. No, no. And and you have, it's it's not like you've worn them for a couple of days and said, no, they're no good. Like you've been wearing them for months now. Yeah. The only, I did not take them on vacation only because I didn't, um, I, I know that traveling like that they were in and out of everything and to be honest the first day we hadn't even we hadn't even we got from Lima to Panama we didn't get from Panama onto the plane and I my case had fallen out and so I had lost my case thank goodness I had my glasses on um but when I walked on the plane but yeah and so I'd lost the case what else and then I lost a pair of sunglasses in the when I was trucking with the gorillas that I had them on top of my my hat and then next thing I knew I don't have them so I'm waiting you know because at some point I'm I'm you know wishfully thinking that that I'll see some post randomly with a gorilla with my sunglasses on (laughs) (laughs) I think you might be waiting a while for that I think so too I think so too but anyways I was like gosh shoot anyways my ongoing the glasses saga continues. They, it does. It does. And so, you know, we walk out and I said to Phil, I know, even very patient with me. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but these glasses just are no good. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, is because I, he, he does all the talking. So I have to like describe to him, what are you seeing? Then he has this whole conversation. But then there's always this, like the, the, the two women working, like they're always like over there. I said to Phil, they're not going to do anything for me. There's way too much. There's so much conversation. And then they come mm-hmm. over and go, okay, no problem. We'll take it. 
why is there so much conversation? Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't get it. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, anyways, that's what's happening with that. The other thing I uh -huh. didn't tell you about was the packing cubes. Because, you know, oh. I, love a, I love my packing cubes. I know so, you love a packing cube. And I, and I have also um, experienced the joy of traveling with packing cubes once. And I'm really looking forward to using them again yes. uh, this, this, uh, this summer. So, yes, tell me about the packing cubes. Okay. So, Phil, when we were packing, because it was a long trip and then there were multiple different places and you needed hiking stuff for this place and whatever. I said to him, do you want to use the, the packing? Do you want to use packing cubes? And so he decided he was going to try. And now he's a convert. Mm. He's like, oh, it was really quite nice using the packing cubes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they just feel like strange things. Like it feels like why, like there's a part of me that, is like, why would I, if I'm already packing my stuff into something, why do I want to pack mm. it into something in order to pack it into something? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels like a box in a box in a box. Like, why am yeah, I doing yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> and yet, in pr like, practically, when you are actually using them, it's so nice, especially if you've got like, I need this sort of stuff for this place or this sort of stuff mm. for this day. Like, you've you've got everything organized already so well i mean it, yep. it's i totally see the the advantage and the benefit to it yeah plus i do like i mean my hard shell suitcase i didn't even realize but i guess the zippered part is really because you can keep your dirty laundry in that mm -hmm. right I just do it to keep like any bits and bobs of stuff that I might have just like in that. Correct. But, but I also, but I actually fold my dirty laundry and put them in a, one of the packing, packing cubes. Right. Yeah. So, the, and then when I come home, it's super easy because it's not, I just take the packing cubes out and I actually, I actually pack the dirty laundry like color wise. Of course you do. Because then it makes it super easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I like, don't even have to, I, you don't even have to sort the laundry when you go home. Exactly. I like a little hack. I like a little a little time-saving tip. You do. A little time-saving tip. You do. Yeah. And then, so it's like when you come home and you open it and then you have all this stuff, it's just lovely just to, to take it all. Anyway. Anyways, that was that. Okay. The last thing. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a podcast. Okay. And they were taught, they used, oh yeah. And I used the, an expression that I had didn't, like, I did not know the origin of and know that really it is, it's a derogatory mm. phrase that we use. Right. The, the phrase cakewalk. Oh, I don't know the, I don't, I don't know the history of that either. So the, the, there's, I looked at a couple of different histories, but basically it's the same. It okay. was, it's, it was like in the South, mm -hmm. the, the slaves mm -hmm. would do like a little, like a dance and, and get cakes as, uh, as like a, a reward oh. or a prize. Yeah. Oh, like, like sort of like buskering. No, 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 no. Not like that. No. Let's look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. 
Secondhand of the cakewalk describe it as a subtle mockery of the formal mannered dancing practice by slaveholding oh. whites. Slaveholding whites. The slaves would dress in handed down finery and comically exaggerate the poised movements oh. and waltzes. Yeah. Also, no can do is a mockery of um, Chinese with their English. Uh, yeah. Like, I know. I mean, oh. it's it's good to it's good to to learn those things though, because then you you can stop saying those expressions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I was like, what? And so then I look, had to look it up. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, wow, interesting. And anyway. All right. Anyway, well, that, th those erase, are my... Erase those expressions from my, yeah. my lexicon. Okay. Yeah. But All I right. mean, cakewalk is not something I would say anyways. But anyway. Yeah. I feel like I might. Not, a, not no longer. No longer. No longer. No longer. Um, no. So I also have been... Uh, hanging on to something <laughs> that I haven't told you about yet but oh. but I I did actually I had a whole conversation with Tim about it yesterday so he's gonna listen again and be like oh my goodness I've already heard this boring <laughs> but I haven't told you yet so okay so I <laughs> this is what happened I made something I can't even remember what it was I made something and I needed an jalapeno pepper for it and so I when I went to the grocery store to get a few things to make whatever this thing was that I was making they didn't have like at this particular grocery store they didn't have just loose peppers mm -hmm. they only had like a tray plastic wrapped with right. like eight peppers in it you know yep. and so I was mm -hmm. like well I don't need eight peppers I need one but like this is what there is and I need the pepper so I bought the whole tray so whatever. So now I've got all these peppers in my fridge, these jalapeno peppers. And so I was like thinking about on, on Friday, I was thinking about what am I going to make like that needs peppers. And so I pulled out a couple of my cookbooks and like looked in the back in the index to see like what has peppers in it. And there was a recipe for this, these gorgeous looking like teriyaki glazed pork chops with a with a fresh pineapple salsa, and there's jalapeno pepper in the salsa, right? And I okay, thought, okay, I was wondering where's the jalapeno coming from because it's in the salsa. And okay. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. I needed something to make for dinner anyway, yeah. and and I and it was. And I thought like it looked nice and I had a little bit of extra time because I've got more time in the summer than I do in the school year anyway. And so I thought this is perfect. I'll make a nice dinner. I've got a barbecue at my new house so I can easily barbecue these pork chops. So, and so I was very excited about making a nice dinner for, for me and Mark uh, on, on Friday night. And so I'm like getting it all organized and I'm chopped. But of course, now here's the problem. It's like, it's like the cereal and the milk problem where I'm making this recipe to use up some of the peppers. I'm only using two more peppers, so I still have five in the fridge. Um, but I needed pineapple juice because... Yeah. There was pineapple juice in the marinade for the pork chops, and there was pineapple juice in the teriyaki sauce because it was homemade mm -hmm. teriyaki sauce. Yeah. And so, however, 
when you go to buy a pineapple juice, you can't yeah. buy oh. like 500 milliliters of pineapple juice. You have to buy a huge can that is, mm-hmm. I looked it up, it's 1.365 liters. So it's mm-hmm. almost a liter and a half mm-hmm. of pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. How much pineapple juice did I actually needed? I needed a half a cup. Oh, I needed okay. 125 mils of pineapple mm-hmm. juice. That's okay. it. And so I have all this pineapple juice. And so I covered it and I put it back in the fridge. Anyway, the dinner was delicious. But now I have all this pineapple juice. So yesterday I'm like Googling like like recipes that use pineapple juice. Like how can I how can I use up this pineapple juice? And of course, everything that's coming up is uh like pineapple pound cake, pineapple upside down cake, pineapple loaf. I'm not making any of this stuff. I'm not making anything sweet with the pineapple juice. Then what else uses pineapple juice? Smoothies. I'm not (laughs) making smoothies. Different drinks, alcoholic drinks, spritzes. You know, there was actually one drink with the pineapple juice that I thought I might make that for myself actually. So we'll see. The jury's out. But like, I'm like, how am I going to use all this pineapple juice? And then, of course, there are other recipes like sweet and sour chicken, which is what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. But once again, how much pineapple juice do I need for sweet and sour chicken? A quarter cup. That's it. Okay. You know, now I also found a recipe for a pineapple vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. So I've made pineapple salad dressing and okay. used a half cup of pineapple juice. You know, okay. but like, but like so far, if you've been keeping track, I've used yeah. um, a cup and a quarter <laughs> out of a lot of pineapple juice. And so then I was telling this story to my sister and she said, you should pour it in ice cube trays and freeze it. That's what I'm just looking. Guess freeze the ice cube, freeze it. Or in a half or a quarter cup things that you need. I mean, that would have been smart. I've I have poured it into two different ice cube trays, and I okay. put ice cube trays in the freezer. And yeah. now I'm literally left with like a tiny bit of Perfect. pineapple juice. And so I do think that I might make that French martini. Ooh, yes. Because I think I have just enough pineapple juice to make Ooh. that drink. And you need pineapple juice, vodka, and chambord. Yeah. And those are the only two alcoholic like, are you kidding? things I have in my house right now. <laughs> so I think it was meant to be. <laughs> that is hilarious. If I yeah. make it, I'll, if I make it, I'll take a picture of it. Please do. Please <laughs> do. Please do. Okay. So, Henny, while you're talking about you only need that much, don't, do you eat, um, do you not buy pineapple and eat pineapple or no? Not often, actually. Oh, like, okay. like, I mean, I like pineapple, but it's not a fruit that I would choose over other fruits. Oh, okay. Because you could have just blended some and then strained it and made and got a half a cup out. Fresh pineapple juice. Oh, I never even. Because even. Well, like, like, I know what I should have done. What I should have done in retrospect is bought a can of like pineapple tidbits and then yes. strained it and used the pineapple tidbits like like on my yogurt bowls in the morning yes. or so a few mornings yes. and then that's what I should have done yeah in the yes. future yes. that's what I'll do but yeah. for right now if yes. if anyone lives 
near in the relative near vicinity of where I am and you need pineapple ice cubes, I have got you covered. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so you have do you, I mean the pineapple would be but you don't drink uh you don't really like fizz oh you I see you're drinking fizzy flavored water. Yeah, I have some fizzy flavored water. Well, so if you bought plain fizzied water and threw an ice cube in there. I could try it. That might I be tasty. I could try it. I'll give it a shot. Just saying. I, I'll give that a shot. I'll give it a even shot. That, even that just with vodka. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't necessarily need to create more opportunities <laughs> for beverages. <laughs> just to use my pineapple juice. <laughs> no, truly, honestly, Sandy, it's been a... Uh, it feels like it's been a real journey with the with the pineapple juice. Oh, funny. <laughs> yeah. But I am feeling very proud of myself for uh, finding ways to use it and not let it go bad. Although I am still back to the original problem of the extra jalapenos <laughs> that are still in my fridge. So I mean, you you could you could um, make some uh, infused olive oil. I was thinking about that actually. So, so, so I was telling this whole story to Tim and he said, you have to ask chat GBT. Okay. What they would suggest. And so I like, this is the first time I've ever used it. I like downloaded it onto my phone and like put in like how, like what recipe uses a few jalapeno peppers. And they came up with, I think five different options. And one of them was infused olive oil. And I thought, you know what? That is actually not a bad idea. Mm -hmm. The thing that I've had because Brock was making it um, on the smoker was, I think we, he, you put cream cheese yeah, it's like an jalapeno bacon. Yeah, it's like an jalapeno popper. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. There was a recipe. There's a skinny taste recipe for stuffed jalapeno peppers, okay. um, which looks delicious. But for that recipe, I mean, I guess I could just make a small portion. But like that recipe called for 16 peppers, and I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I'm down to five. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, what I don't need to do is go out and buy more of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I, I mean, I also like, don't like when you're like, Oh, what am I going to do with the rest of this now? Yeah. <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> well, it sounds like you have came up with some great, you know, solutions and also that you're like, you know, if you don't know, you've reached out. That's <laughs> it. I've, I've asked all the people and Sorry. everyone had ideas. So that was yes. great. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't waste the food. I so haven't wasted good. any of it. Nope. No. Yeah. So all good. All good. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So Friday night I went to the dinner party. The supper. Oh club. my goodness. Yes. The supper club. So and we haven't spoke about this yet. No. Nope. So it went. So so Phil and I get there at like seven, and you know where they we actually get into the elevator and there's a woman in there. Phil speaking to her in Spanish and we're then we realize we're going to the same floor and then Phil is oh, you're going to the supper club. We can speak in English and she said yes. Okay, so her name's um, Sophie. Okay, perfect. So her husband's going to come and meet us. He's an oncologist. Okay. But he's still at work. 
So, okay, we get in there, you know, blah, blah, blah. We go upstairs and they, we sit on the terrace and they bring us out a drink. The drink was delicious. It was some sort of al- alcohol that we've never had from here that's made with the agave plant. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but anyways, it was, uh, and they had put like uh, some of the jam that they had made in it had like floating real flowers. I mean, it was pretty fancy. It was yeah. quite nice. But I had already had a drink before we left because Phil's like, okay, just so that you know, because I'm very chatty when I've had a drink. So that's fine. But then I had another drink. So then I was like, oh boy. And then they brought another drink. Oh dear. But I was okay. I said to Phil, like, I felt like I was okay. Anyways, um, and so we were, you know, we were just like chatting, getting to know each other. The, the hosts were lovely. Okay. Um, we sit down and another, another girl had come and then the woman's husband. So three people had canceled. There was a couple coming, but then their, their baby was sick. So then they didn't come. And then some other person ended up not coming. So there was just five guests and then the two hosts. They're only hosting these dinner clubs or supper clubs. It was really to meet people and to like form some sort of a, like a social network. Okay. For themselves. Yes. For themselves. And they didn't only want expats because expats come and go because they're here permanently and so it's been a good mix of both and this is like the fifth one we were at the fifth one that they had hosted um anyways the food was delicious the the conversation was super easy at one point feels like later he's like uh at one point I thought I was like oh my gosh because there was a lot of conversation around cooking right and baking and and so Phil's like, yeah, at one point it was just like you and him were like, the one guy were like, you know, chatting, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so one girl, she's like, oh, you've been to many of these before in other countries? I'm like, no. no. She's like, oh, you're like an expert on going to a supper club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Because I'm talking? <laughs> yeah. Odd. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. So it, they said it was from seven to 10. Phil's like, okay, we ready? And I and I said, yeah, let's go. And I look, it's 10 to 11. Wow. And we're all like, there. And the time just went really quickly. Super fast. Super fast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they served a bunch of different dishes, um, homemade potato, sweet potato buns, which were really mm-hmm. nice. And then for dessert, they had a Bakewell tart, which I've never had before, but the crust was like probably the best crust I've ever had on anything. It was so, it was so delicious. And, um, and then they had carrot cake that was made with avocado. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was really tasty. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so anyways, um, you know, so that's fine. So then the next day I sent a little message, um, saying, you know, we had a good time and blah, 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 blah. So, it's funny because the podcast that I sent to you to listen to mm-hmm. and I was listening to mm-hmm. really is a good segue from, from this. Into <laughs> yes. That. Yes. Because Phil says to me, like, I really think that, that he said he really liked you. Ah, and, I'm and like, well, I don't know. That? I go, well, ah. I, know. I mean, we were chatty and whatever. But anyway, it was super, super interesting because I, you know, anyway, 
I will tell you what happened after all of that. Okay. After we, when as we are discussing the podcast. Okay. Okay. So the podcast that you sent me, it was the podcast is called Hidden Brain. And there was a specific episode that is called How Others See You. And in the episode, the host of the podcast has a guest speaker, and she's a psychologist who does research about uh, people's, really about people's perceptions of, of their interactions and their social interactions with others. And so there are all these different psychological phenomenons where or phenomena I should say where we believe things to be different than they are obviously but specifically in the context of social interaction and so one of them is that we regularly believe that we liked the person we're talking to more than the person we're talking to liked us yes and so then she had all different, the, the psychologist had all different examples of different research studies that she had been involved in. And one of them that was, that, that sticks into my mind that was interesting was they did some research with uh, students who were living in the same like university dorm. Mm. Yes. And they tested, they did some sort of testing. I mean, not test, but like a, you know, gathered research, gathered data at five different points throughout the school year, yep. starting in September and then working until the end of April. And she said that the first four times that they gathered that data, there was this gap. It was called the liking gap. There yep. was a gap between how much they, like the, the different roommates perceived that the roommate liked them. But then by the fifth time, like by the end of the semester, by the end of the second semester, the end of the school year, that was when the liking gap finally had gone away. So it took that long for yeah. these roommates to like have a, a an accurate understanding, an accurate perception of how much they liked one another, which is super fascinating that it just, it really, it can take that long for us to really understand what the person that we're spending time with and the person that we're talking to and engaging with mm -hmm. really thinks of us and and how much they enjoy our company exactly you yeah. know yeah yeah so I okay so so tell me so so this this phenomenon then this this liking gap did yeah. did present itself in yeah in uh in in your supper club example because you because phil as an outsider yes said to you like this this guy really enjoyed your company really enjoyed talking yeah. to you and you were like eh, like okay like i i'm not sure as he really did you know like yeah. okay so tell me yeah. So, so anyways, I was, I, and, and at the end of the night, he had said, you know, in the future, he, they were thinking that they might like also host things like with how to, how to make certain things like a ah, almost cooking lessons or whatever. Right. That would be fun. Of course. You know, like that's right up my alley. So the next day I was like, yeah, you know, that's something like if you just, well, it took me a long time, first of all, because I'm like, okay, I also knew that Saturday they were hosting an afternoon tea, so they're busy, right? right? So this is all the things. 
that I'm thinking in my head, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, they're super busy. They've got all this other stuff and blah, 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 you know, talk myself out of everything and, and whatever. So anyway, I, I, so I, I, anyway, I had written saying, you know, we had a really fun time. The conversation was easy. It was interesting, blah, blah, blah. And she says, it was nice. He writes, it was nice meeting you. We're glad you enjoyed it. And so later I said, oh, question, do you know where to buy lemons? You know, because I'm used to blah, blah, blah. And I thought, he said, oh, we haven't seen them, but they're usually at this market. I said, oh, okay. And he said, oh, you must go there. Peruvian chefs go. And I said, oh, okay, whatever. Fine. <laughs> you know, um, so later though, I'm, I did message him after his, I had, we had, I know we had re we they had sent us home with a little piece of this Bakewell tart. So oh. we had split it and then that's what I posted and like was like the best crust and he had reposted it and underneath where I had put best crust uh, I've ever had he's putting cuz no one cuz no nobody likes a soggy bottom. Right. <laughs> which right, made, which is very which, funny. <laughs> which made me laugh. And so I'm like indeed nobody likes a soggy bottom. And I said, then I was like, okay, if I said, if you decide to hold classes, I'm interested. I said, I'm also available if you ever want some free labor during the day to help while you bake, winky face, you know? Ah, look at so, you putting yourself out there. I know, but it took me all day. This is all day. This is like thinking about this. And so he's like, ha, 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 my number is, and he gave me his WhatsApp number. So he said, Andy, even you just if, made a friend. I know. He says, even if you just want to join uh, and come along with us on one of our market days. Well, yes, I do want to go because, yes. you know, Phil will take me to this market. But this these guys know where to get all of the they yes. were like, oh, this is where you're going to get this and this and this. Well, of course. And I'm like, I would love that. Said, of course. Of course I want that. So then I waited a while and I. um I thought, okay, oh, I know, because then yesterday, so I had a failed blender orange loaf a few right. weeks ago. Yes. It was, I mean, it came out okay, but I just didn't think that the flavor was really good on it. So it wasn't worth eating. So I thought, well, I don't like to waste food. So I cut it in half and I threw it in the freezer. And I thought, I'll use it for a breakfast bake at some point. So yesterday I decided to do this partially because they actually gave um, gave us a thing of orange marmalade that they had made mm. um, and it hadn't really set. So I thought hmm, I could add some of that just to really elevate the, the flavor. So I sent a photo and I said, hey, I just want you to know I added some of your marmalade to this, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said I had a failed loaf. I hate to waste food. Crumbled it, added eggs and a few bits and bobs and success. And he then he said, oh, it's a still tad runny. When I get back from Cusco, I'm going to do blah 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 yeah and then he's like uh hey do you like sourdough and I said I do though I've never made it or used it and he said I'll kick mine back into action and teach you he said we're heading to Cusco to today and we're back Thursday so early next week after I can show you and give you some starter I'm like sounds great love to learn uh anyways Ooh. and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, oh, you know, something about the buns that we had had. He said they were a little dense, but Phil and I really actually, I said, we really like, like them. Yeah. Like that's, he said, I'll, I'll teach you. It's super easy. And I said, great. I look forward to it. So the I might have Sandy. But for me, I'm like, they're so busy. They have all this stuff to do. Like, why would they, you know, I feel like I'm needy, like. 
Do you know what I mean? Well, so this is this that. is the other. So this is the other part of this podcast that I found really fascinating was that there there's another phenomenon where we think things like we think that we're doing things, but we don't think that anyone else is. Yeah. So, and they gave examples like, for example, uh, watching other people. So yeah. we think like we're sitting in a public place and we're watching what other people are doing, but we don't actually think that people are watching us, but, but just as many people are watching us as we're watching them. Right. But, and, and why, but why do we, why would we not think that? Why would we, why? I don't know. Well, yeah, it's very strange. But the other example they gave, which and and you talking about this made me think of that, was that we spend so much time like replaying conversations, thinking Ooh. about how things went, thinking about like what what we're doing, what other people are doing, and and like making up stories about things, and yeah. and we're just putting that on other people. But they're doing that. They're doing that all on their own, and they're doing that like to us and of us as well. Right. right. So like, so you're, you know, thinking like, oh my goodness, like these guys are so busy. They've got this thing that they're doing. It's like a, like a little bit of a side business for them. Like they're not interested. And meanwhile, they're probably thinking like, okay, like this woman is, you know, like, and you know, what is she going to think if we reach out and you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. we, we do this, we like put, barriers between ourselves like but we do it to ourselves yeah you know yeah. and and because at one point in the podcast um the psychologist said like it would just be so much easier if people just you know said <laughs> like if people just said what they were thinking and said yeah. what, what they wanted and said you know how things were like it would just be so much simpler because we wouldn't have yeah. to do all this like you know maneuvering and and uh deliberating <laughs> no yeah 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 so like but how do how do you handle those types of situations like if you have just do you worry about what other people think of you like when you are first meeting people so let's say like for instance you are going to a new school so you do know the principal which is a yeah. big plus but yeah. you have to meet all these new colleagues yeah when you yeah. have interactions like that are you concerned or do you even think about what like do you replay what you've said after like thinking why did I say that that uh, makes me look like that was a dumb response yeah I mean may maybe probably probably but I yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, I think in each specific instance, it's, it's maybe different. And depending on what the social scenario is, it might be different too. Mm -hmm. um, and I think also, I think also that there's two, like, I think for me, the question of, you know, what others think of you and the question of, did others like me? Like, yeah. those are two different questions for me. Ah, okay. So, like, I so thinking about going into my new school, right? Going into my new school and meeting a whole bunch of new people, like, new custodial staff, new, um, some new administration, new secretarial staff, new teachers, you know, like, mm. 
it's very important to me that all of those new people know or like think that I am competent and smart and productive and good at my job. It's less important to me that they like me. Yeah. I, I, that makes for you that I, I, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, so definitely like, so definitely would I replay things that happened? Absolutely. If I thought they made me look dumb. Okay. You know, or if I thought they made me look like I didn't know what I was doing. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, now knowing now, because you know, the principle, does that, when you go in, does that give you like an elevated, um, a level of confidence? No, it puts more pressure on me. Oh, interesting. Why is that? Because, because he's vouched for me. Yeah. Okay. So okay. now I need to perform even more so. So, okay. But it's not. But, but, but I, like, I say that because that's the honest truth, but also I don't feel a super bunch of pressure, like, because, yeah. because I know that I'm good at my job. Okay. I guess, I guess what I was I, I, I see, I do see that, but I was more thinking of for me to go and have to go somewhere where I don't really know anyone is really difficult for me. Right. I have to really psych myself up um, because it, I, I, it is just terrifying. Okay. So for me to go to a supper club, like what you did would be that is more nerve-wracking than going to a new school. Oh. Yeah, but I went with my husband. Fair. Fair. Yeah. So, but imagine you were going by yourself. Yeah. Like because yeah. because for me like to be going to a new school and yes, I'm going to meet all these new people. They're all brand new, but I have a job to do. Like there's a reason mm-hmm. that I'm here. There's a task that I have to do and all of the people in this place that I'm like we all have our own individual jobs to do, whether mm-hmm. we're doing them independently or whether we're doing them together, which is very different to me than a social situation like a dinner where I'm going to someone's home uh, yeah. who I don't know and I'm going to meet other people who I don't know and now mm-hmm. we have to sit around a table together and I don't know any of you and we're mm. going to talk. Yeah. Like that is that is more um anxiety inducing for me. Okay. L- remember the questions that we had to, I we had to answer before? Yeah. Yeah, the icebreakers. So they only got to ask one, like halfway through the night, and not it didn't even get all the way around the table. But I can understand why they have those. If they were not necessary for this particular group of people. Right. But had the conversation not been flowing, yeah. they had already prepped you with Correct. answers, right? And, and I think yes. that was really wise of them because, and yes. that's what I wondered when we were talking about it last week, I wondered if they were going, if they were just getting you to prep answers so that you had them ready yeah. for the night of, right? I think that's super clever. Yeah. And so the other thing, because we were like, like, how do you know who, like, you're just inviting randoms. Like people are, I mean, it, it wasn't like it was free. We had to pay. Yeah. yeah. But, but you don't know that these people aren't like, like yeah. nutty, crazy yeah. people. Yeah. And Sociopaths. so, so they, I mean, that's what they, they like, 
like check out all your social media feeds and all that kind of stuff. Because uh, they're trying to get a feel for who you are. And that's why they said they asked the three, the, like about describing yourself mm-hmm. and some of the answers to the questions because they said they had one where all of the couples were too much alike. And oh, it was very awkward. Boring. Yeah. And so they want to avoid. So Phil's like, so what? The day before you were going to like tell us we can't come. And and so what it they've they've just changed the person that that sends out the questionnaire and that it should have gone out as soon as as we booked. Which oh, it didn't. I see. I see. It I didn't. See, see. We literally got it Wednesday and it was Friday night. You know? Right, 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 right. Um, but that so was a mistake. That was a mistake. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, I mean, we were we were. I mean, the, the group was, the group was fine, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so fun. So it's so social interactions are so interesting too, right? Like yeah. just how much, well, and that was one of the things that she mentioned in the, in the podcast too, just how much of the information that we gather in a social situation that is not verbal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, and so yesterday I said to Phil, I said, okay, so, you know, after I said, cause he's the one, he listened to this podcast. He's the one that recommended, he goes, well, I've just started listening to this podcast and I think you might like, you might yeah. like it. And when I look through the other episodes, I think there's a lot of episodes going back that I will actually listen to also. Okay. Cool. Um, and so anyways, I, I said to him, like, are there situations like what what kind of situation do you, are you in when you feel like you don't think that that person likes you or that you're feeling awkward or uncomfortable and or thinking about what you've said and did it look, make you look and he said it heart it he said it very rarely happens only because most of the interactions that he has he is the senior person and he knows, he goes, and I tend to know more about the situation or, or more than they do. Right. And so, and that's like, oh yeah, I never really considered it, which mm-hmm. I said, but that's why I was so comfortable and it was very chatty was because it was something that I, I, one, I'm interested in, in like mm-hmm. food in general or whatever, but also I know quite a bit about yes stuff it wasn't it wasn't completely new even if I didn't understand exactly the term maybe they were using and so it was very easy but feels like there was a point it was like okay feels like I was like oh this for him it was boring I said well and I know because there are times when I've been in situations where they're talking about you know bank stuff uh, yeah it's it's work talk it's equally as Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah. Phil, that Phil said, well, because the thing is, I did know, I know, what, I knew what you were talking about because you've talked about it before. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> not new to him either, because he's had to offer. Maybe that's why he was doubly bored, right? Because he's heard it all before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, in that situation, I didn't feel like these people like did not like me. No. You know? Yeah, but I think that the impression or something like that, what the same imp- I didn't have the same impression from it that filled in. Right. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So, but very, anyway. very interesting. 
Yeah. The other thing, so the, in the podcast, the, the person who actually was like the expert had a situation where she went to a new city mm-hmm. and a friend of a friend, a friend. Yeah. There was a friend of a friend who was also new to the city. And so they had met to go out and thought she thought they had a great time. And then she didn't hear from this woman after like even saying, oh, it was lovely to meet you, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So she messaged the friend to say, you know, I met your friend and this and that, but I don't think she really liked me. And she's like, okay, well, that's really funny because the other woman has already messaged me saying say, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and really they both quite liked each other. They did. But that's the thing is because why do we expect the other person to be the first one to actually reach out and say, I had a good time? Mm-hmm. Because we don't consider that they feel the same way. Like, oh, maybe that person didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's vulnerable, right? Like you, yeah. you put yourself in a, in a, tri- in a, yeah, in a, in a sticky spot if you put something out there and it isn't reciprocated that doesn't feel good so then so then we just don't say anything at all because the other thing and this is something that you talk about often is that she was talking about compliments right Mm. that that we often don't tell people we often don't pay Mm. other people compliments even though we're thinking them just Mm -hmm. because we feel like you know it might be not reciprocated or it might be not taken very well or we're just like thinking about it and so we don't even like bother to say it but but when we do and we take that moment to tell other people something that we're that we're already thinking it can really like make their day yeah especially when it's a stranger I think that's that's it we think it and we're like oh I really like that outfit they have on or wow that looks great or whatever but instead of just saying it you know we just Yeah. yeah keep it to ourselves so yeah yeah the other the did I did I tell you this story already when I was out walking and there was a woman like walking toward us and I said to the girl I was with like and like this this woman who was walking toward us was like clearly staring at us and I and the girl that I was with said like this woman is looking at us like what is going on and I said guaranteed she's looking at my hair like I just I, knew, and then when she walked by, she was like, "I love your hair." I was like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's that's it too, because people do stare, and sometimes we do catch people looking at us and staring, you know. And you're like, "I, what are you looking at?" Like in yeah. particular, what is yeah. it? Well, when they're looking at you, they're trying to decide if you're someone famous and should they yeah. come and ask for a selfie? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but now I, I, if I actually now make a point of staring back at them. And there's a lot of people that do not look away. <laughs> I think you've said that before. It's very funny. There was another podcast that we listened to this week also mm-hmm. that I think we should mention to other people in case they want to hear it okay so the other podcast that we've been listening to is called mind body matters and the subtitle is the mind and body connection yeah and this podcast was shared with us um from by steph 
Mm-hmm. And because it is um, someone very dear and near to her who is one of the hosts. Anyway, I was very, she's been talking about like this podcast coming out for quite some time. And so now yeah. the first couple of episodes are finally out and uh-huh. it was a real delight. It it was. And I, 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 well, I, told I sound surprised. Like I sound like, and I just couldn't no. believe that it was good, but no, no, no. no. I knew that it was going to be good, yeah. especially because I'd like Steph had been talking to me a little bit about like what it was going to be and how like the hosts had been working together and like what they'd been talking about. So I knew that it was going to be great. And yeah, and it really was. And I would recommend it to people to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, I've I did have I've listened to the first episode. I didn't listen to the second one yet. Okay, so I've listened to the the first two. Okay, first one is really a really fascinating conversation about yes. addiction and recovery and what like well, and it's all about the mind body connection. So talking about like the way that we're thinking and the way that we're feeling and how those things are connected and how things that we're feeling like come, like seem to come out in our bodies, how the things that are happening in our bodies impact the way we think. Like it's all of that sort of stuff. It's really, really interesting. Uh, And then the second episode is they had a mindfulness expert on Yep. And so they were talking about mindfulness and what exactly that is and how you can be mindful in your daily life and, you know, and, and sort of dispelling some myths about meditation and like, yes. you know, and, and what, what it has to be or where it comes from. Like it was really, really quite interesting. Yeah. And, and the, the mindfulness expert was at one point was talking about like being mindful when it comes to food. Yes. And she was talking about like doing a mindful activity with like, and she said, just take like one piece of food, like a piece, like a segment of an orange or like a grape, like something. And she said, like, feel it and look at it and smell it. And, you know, and, and, you know, like all of these things, you know, like just take your time with this thing and enjoy all that it has to offer, you know? And, And really, I mean, that's the thing with mindfulness and with, really trying to center yourself in the present moment is it's all about just taking the time yes right taking the time to take that extra breath to have Mm -hmm. that extra thought to you know to um you know experience something you know and yeah and 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 she talks about different ways that you can do this and like you know she talks about going on a mindful walk you know if, if sitting and meditating is not something that that is up your alley, you know, like it, it, mm-hmm. it was really this, th- that episode was really great too, but yeah, I, I quite, uh, I quite enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to, to episodes to come. Yeah. And so I'm like that first episode, I, that's not the one I listened to, but I didn't really, they both came out on the same day and I happened to just have, I've listened to the meditation one. Oh, you listen. Okay. Mindfulness, okay. The one. Well, you have to go back and listen Point to the to. first one yeah. because the first one was really fascinating because both of the, uh, both of the hosts have, mm-hmm. um, dealt with addiction to alcohol in their lives and so then they talk a lot about that but then toward the end they talk a little bit about you know using food as a 
you know, as a stress relief or using food as a filler for things. Yeah, so, so they get into that conversation a little bit too. Ah. So a little shout out in the episode. So okay, um, all cute. Um, yeah. But it's uh, no, it was. You have to go back and listen to that one too. Yeah. And you know how I have like a thing about voices. And so like, and, and so, um, Steph refers, um, to her partner as Mr. And so now I've like named him Mr. Sexy Voice. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true that both of the, both of the guys have very pleasant voices to listen to. Be- because they're, because they, they, they were in radio for That's a long time. That's it. That's it. And so they for sure have radio voices, but but both of them very, very pleasant to listen to. And I liked the the woman with the um with the mindfulness also, and she had a great story, like just the evolution of what she has done um and dealing with uh, she she lived in the U.S. for a, for a short period of time, and she was involved with the Red Cross, the right, the American Red Cross, and in, in in Katrina and um, 9/11 and stuff. So it was she she has a had a really interesting story surrounding it, which brought her really to the mindfulness and the meditation as uh, uh, personally, and then as things do sometimes they snowball into uh, you know a career. Yeah. I'm looking forward to more episodes too. I'm going to listen to the other one today. You'll like it. It just, yeah, the, that, the first episode where they're talking a little bit more about addiction and, and um, it was really, yeah, it's just fascinating to hear other people speak about uh, things that you have, like things that you know about secondhand, Mm. but then also like things that you're like, Ooh, but like that, feels familiar or like that yeah it's close to home or you know and and just talking about also you know when it comes to any sort of problematic behavior you know whether Mm -hmm. it's whether it's an addiction whether it's you know simply overeating whether it's you know some you know unhealthful habit that we that we have you know that it impacts our bodies in so many different ways, but that it also impacts the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we think about the world in general, but yeah. then that also impacts the people around us. Right. Yeah. Right. And that, and that are, are certainly the people in our close circle, our family, our friends, like, like these people are also impacted by by our behaviors and by, and by, you know, what's happening in our lives. So it was, yeah, it was really great. It was was really, it was a really, it was a very strong start to a podcast. I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, to hearing more. Yeah. 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 Me too. So Sandy, (laughs) we're, we're coming to the end, but I just want to backtrack a little bit to this idea of like, meeting new people and like having different impressions of one another and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, because I was, you know, you were talking about like me going to a new school or I was thinking about like you going to the supper club and I was trying to think like, what is the absolute worst, most painful, most awkward, most like difficult social situation and Which I know was... what it is for me, but I'm okay. curious what it is. So oh, for me? Yeah. For, for me, 
I will tell you it is one it 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 was 100% online dating. Okay. It was the worst. Like because ev because you have this like pseudo meet virtually mm -hmm. and that so you have this tiny little piece like sliver of information about a full stranger and then you have to go and meet them in person and then you have to like spend time with them like one-on-one -on -one in person to try yeah. and like suss out what has happened like honestly sandy the worst every time and like so anxiety ridden for me it was a horrible horrible experience now it worked out well for me in the end like it turned out well but whoo it was it was some rough times yeah i i think I, hmm. I, if I had to be, if I was in that situation now and doing that, I would, I think it would be okay. I think it would be okay to go into the situation to meet someone that wouldn't bother me. The part that I would really struggle with is the after part, which is what, even when we're meeting, you know, someone just like as a new person to be friends within some sort of any social yeah. situation. It's, but think about how funny many because because we're the opposite, right? Because even to meet, like, even to meet a, like a, uh, a new friend or to meet, like, even to meet people that I know that I haven't seen in a while, like for me, it's the initial like meeting that is so stressful. Uh, and for you, that's not it for you. It's the, yeah. it's the after, like what comes next. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the, yeah. what comes next is no big deal for me. Oh yeah. What's See, that I about? Well, they, because then if they don't message me, then I think that they don't like me. Yeah. So then whatever, move on. No, no I can't move on from that because then I have <laughs> no. to think about why, like, what did I do? Yeah. No, like that's, and, that's, yeah. For no. And for me, it's completely the opposite. Like all of the, like I, my palms are a little sweaty just thinking about it. Like all of the nerve comes in the, in the initial meet. Huh? Like I have to put myself in a, in, into a situation where there's going to, where someone else is going to be there and then there has to be an introduction and then we have to go somewhere from that. Okay. That's all of the stress right there. Yeah. I mean, I do have uh, small talk is not something that is easy for me. And, you know, like Phil, that's Phil said, like for him that's why he often like he he's asking questions all the time because he feels very uncomfortable answering things about himself and and sharing stuff mm. and and that and part of it is you know you think you're not really interesting yeah. or whatever or that the if the other person isn't asking questions like mm. he would never just start and I would never you know unless there was context around it yeah, you wouldn't just share information stuff. without the question. Not necessarily, yeah. So for me, the worst type of situation to be in is one where I don't know a lot about what, like, what is going to be spoken about or the group of people I have this, that they are smarter than me. Mm. And so they're going to ask something and I'm going to feel stupid right. because I'm not going to know the answer. Yeah. You know, like if it was like in the situation the other day, like something with baking or whatever, I'd be like, oh, I'm not familiar with that. Like, wh what are you talking yeah. about? But but you don't feel stupid because there's so much more about it that you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
but to be with people who may be talking about, you know, interest rates and how you, cl- like, all of this kind of stuff, like, it's like, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> but also, I don't care. It's uh, it's funny to me that we have very different experiences. Yeah. With with the the part of the social interaction that is that is <laughs> exhausting <laughs> and yeah, yeah, difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. Oh, I know. Well, That's... I'm gonna I'm gonna ask people what their like worst slash scariest social situation would be. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds great. I'm gonna be interested to see. Well, Sandy, a delight to chat with you as usual. You too, my friend. You too. Um, And thank you for everyone for listening. And um, other than that, I I will say goodbye. And talk to you next week. All right. Take care. Bye.